0: welcome to the introverted entrepreneur podcast my name is denise lee and i'm a coach speaker and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business but your life and today we're going to be talking about staying positive when things get tough i got a question for you is it easy to be happy when things are going great you're looking good. You're feeling good. Kids are acting good. If you got kids, business is going great. Heck, even the neighbor is smiling and waving you and not looking at you cantankerously first time you step out your door. Things are going awesome. But what if things aren't going that awesome? What if people are presenting you problem after problem or what if you have more month at the end of the money and you don't know what you're going to do to pay x or y bill i don't i get it i understand today we're going to be talking about how you're going to be able to weather the storms of life because face it we all do it but we can do it successfully or begrudgingly and i want to tell you how you can do it with a smile on your face. and if you're interested in learning more about that, we will dive into it after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are here and you're enjoying your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, awesome. Make sure you hit the subscribe, follow button. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been listening be like, Denise, like I'm still here. I'm still falling. Well, that's awesome too. Make sure you share this podcast with someone else that you know could also value the information. And also be sure to either write a review or leave me a voicemail message. There's going to be a link in the show notes below where you can leave me your name in your hometown and what you've been enjoying this podcast. That way we can amplify this message so that other people can experience the joys that you have been experiencing. I don't believe the Introverted Entrepreneur podcast is just for introverts or just for entrepreneurs. It's for anyone who seeks to level up in their lives. How often do we see in the world that it thrives off of negativity, and strive and so much frustration and miscommunication, but we can come to a safe place where we can be able to share our knowledge, experience, and hope so that we can be able to impact the world and make it a brighter spot while we're here. I know that you want that. So I just want to make sure that you know of all the things that you can do on your end, because yes, you have power, even at your level, no matter what you're doing, whether or not you're a maker expiring to be a business owner or currently a business owner who's looking to get more employees or whatever you are at life, I want to know that you are taking a positive step to not just improve yourself, but help others. So I want to make sure that you are enjoying and doing your part to help push the message out. Today, we're going to be focusing on the bright spots, the good things in life. There are so many things that are going wrong, but we want to talk about today how can we focus on the good. Before I kind of get into this story, I just want to let you know that if you want to learn more about me, go ahead and visit me on deniseglee.com. You can read articles and access other podcasts, and you can also be in contact with me info.denisegelee.com slash connect, the links in the show notes below so you can be able to access me. And what I'm going to be talking about is a part of my course, Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude. It's a 21-day program where I take a big, deep dive into who you are, your nuts, and your all the wonderfulness that is you, and help you understand why you may have propensity to think negatively, pessimistically, begrudgingly about feeling good or having a negative bias or not being able to connect on a real authentic level with others. Whatever you're struggling with in your business or your personal life or perhaps a little hybrid of both because most often than not, our problems kind of cascade into different sections of our life. I want to take a deep dive into who you are and help you emerge at the end of 21 days I'm better and brighter person. Amazing Attitude, the link for that, it's also going to be in the show notes below, but you can also reach it by going on deniseglee.com. Go to courses and you can find a link directly to Amazing Attitude. Okay, first, let's kind of talk about why in the world do we have a tendency to think negatively? And the reason is very simple. And we're going to talk about some of the Biology behind that for my left lobe <laughs> brain people, and I'm also going to talk with you on the right side, you creative folks. But I want to explain the biology and the evolution that is why we tend to think negatively. Now, do you know just a very interesting thing that I, I've learned and I want to share with you? That our brain perceives negative stimuli much faster and more intensely than positive stimuli. Have you ever thought about when somebody comes to you and say, I have news. And your first instinctual thing is, oh gosh, what's wrong now? Without even having any information, our brains tend to think about that. And that has great biological reasons. It helps us our, when we were, our ancestors were cave and we were fighting against saber tooth tigers and helped us to evolve and to be able to spot danger and to be able to ward off threats. And that's why it's so fast. In fact, within a 10th of a second, we stored negative stimuli in our memories. Pretty fascinating stuff. However, Positive experience is a different story. Positive experiences are harder to spot and must be focused on at least 12 seconds before we retain them in our memories. Very fascinating things. Think about when you are thinking about something in your life, you, it's so quick for you to recall the negative, but then if you give yourself a second or two, you can think about the positive one thing that I just wanted to add um, before I kind of move on to it, you literally have to train yourself to be positive because if what you focus on magnifies. When I was a little girl, when I think I was in a brownie in Girl Scouts, I don't know if they they have Cub Scouts for boys. Yes, they have Cub Scouts, but anyway. And scouts for those who are boys and females, they, they had scouts exercises where you had different nature activities. And I'll never forget when I lit paper on fire using a magnifying glass. Very fascinating things. I just sat outside on the porch or on the curb, whatever, and I had a little piece of paper. And I was taught by the leader hold the magnifying glass in a certain angle, and the light that would reflect from the sun would increase in power through reflection of life and with enough friction from the sun radiating on the paper it can literally ignite it on fire. And that's what happens when we have our brains focus more on negativity. We literally ignite it on fire and turns into bitterness and depression and withdrawal and agitation. And that agitation can literally be poisonous to our brains. We can't process things. We're slow to thinking. We're Always getting more of what we focus on. And so you're thinking more about negative, negativity, honey, you're going to get more of it. Because your brain is literally being trained and focused on. Amazing attitude is one way to help re-trigger your brain, retrain your brain to think more positively. But just understand that our ancestors, when they're in their caveman days, they relied on negativity so they can be able to... Flee from danger, f- run away from the saber-toothed tigers or whatever the heck was on out there during in the plains in Central Africa. But now we know that while that hardwiring had its purpose, it is eco- ecologically, evolutionarily defunct right now. It's not effective. It's not helping you if you want to have big dreams and go for your big goals. If your mind's always focused on, well, I don't feel like it's a good time or things aren't lined up the way I want, or I don't know if my friends would react about that and on and on right now. Maybe you even have an internal tape playing on right now where you're thinking, oh my goodness, I don't want to hear what Denise has to say. Let's fast forward and talk about the things that would make me feel good. But I want you to understand that part of feeling good is recognizing how impactful your brain is on the decisions that you make. So I just want you to be aware of that. And another caveat that I wanted to talk about is seasonal affective disorder. I'm recording this as we're going to get into the fall and then later into the winter seasons where the nights are longer than the day. And for some people, it really has a bad impact on their disposition, their outlook on life, really bad stuff. And I know, for example, in some parts of Alaska, where it's sometimes 12 hours of pure night, um, or I shouldn't say 12 hours, actually close to like almost all day, 20 hours of pure night. And it's so darn depressing where they wake up, it's dark, and all throughout the day is dark. And then only a little bit of sun comes out and then the rest of the day is dark. That could really mess with your brain. And as such, they have lights, fluorescent lights all around the house to help their brain think more positively. That's why it's so important if you don't do this already to get at least 15 minutes outside walking around. I don't even care if the sky is overcla- overcast or cloudy. Get outside. Get some of that sun Yes, it can can break through through the clouds and just let that sun penetrate your skin. It, it's going to impact you biologically. I'm going to unpack, unpack you also mentally to just be exposed to that sunlight. But anyway, the whole point I'm trying to make of all of this is that be mindful about the impact that not just negativity has on your mind, but your environment. If you're in an environment where this constant dissension frustration, animosity, one-upmanship, fighting, that's going to cause a lot of problems. You know, actually, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about an article that was put out a few years ago talking about Uber and the toxic work environment that was Uber. And behind the scenes within the corporate arena, they were more or less encouraging people to do be cutthroat, do whatever they had to do to uh, rise up the ranks. And that means not giving credit where credit was due. If it involved not being as honest about what was contributed by which team member. If you're in an environment in your personal life or your professional life where it feels like you have to keep fighting, that's going to raise a lot of cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. That comes from the adrenal gland. Anyway, we have got cortisol. We've got norepinephrine. We've got adrenaline. You got all those stress hormones just pumping and raging. Your brain can't process things correctly. I'll never forget when I was in my mid-20s, I just could not remember things worth a darn. And the reason behind that was because my mind was so full of stress 24-7. It was impossible to process information. So in order for you to think positively, and for in order for you to understand what you can do, here's the first thing I, I, I got to ask you is, are you in a place Physically, emotionally, where you're constantly exposed to stressful people, a competitive environment, or an environment where you're only as good as the last thing that you do. Now, while that may make you an accomplished worker, that also comes at a mighty high price in terms of your self esteem. No one can feel good about themselves when they know they're in an environment they're only as good as the last thing that they produce. I'll, I remember when I was working for the federal government, there was a, a woman, I'll just call her Susanna for privacy purposes. I'll never forget Susanna. She was very competitive, very aggressive and very demanding. And while the management lauded over her and praised her for all the things that she did, I honestly saw a lot of pain within her. She felt a lot of insecurities and she was always trying to measure up to the expectations of both of her parents who also had doctorates And different things. And she herself went to get a doctorate herself because of the pressure from her parents, the pressure to do good, be better, hurry up, do things faster. That came from programming. So if you're feeling a constant sense of stress, most likely you've been scripted or programmed to have to perform in a way that is literally tearing your insights out. And I just want to just put that out there in case someone's listening and they're just wondering, my goodness, why do I feel as if I constantly have to perform? I constantly have to work. I never see things perfect. I'm always looking at things analytically, critically, and I'm and as a result, I'm being cynical. And most likely than not, you've been conditioned to constantly think negatively because of your environment. So I just want to just put a alert out there that this May, while it may feel compelling right now, it's not forever. You have the choice on whether or not you can choose to feel more creative and positive or discouraged and depressed. And while it may not feel that way, it is. And sometimes when we're focusing on our feelings, they can feel overwhelming. And oftentimes when we think about the discomfort things, it increases our stress and decreases our ability to take action. But let me tell you something. Once we work through it, it actually gets better. And while it may feel scary, it may feel uncomfortable, think of it as you're riding up a hill, but you you will hit that slope and you will glide down into happiness and to be able to relax and feel good about yourself because you absolutely deserve that. And I know that we live in a, a culture that's so focused on results and everyone gets together and commiserates about things that are going wrong, but you have the option to Understand that your feelings, while they may not be negotiable, we have the ability right now to choose how we process their feel our feelings. Our feelings be care beware of your feelings because they turn into thoughts. Beware of your thoughts because they turn into action. Beware of your actions be turns into your character. And beware of your character because it turns into your destiny at the bank getting, receiving ma- money at the doctor's office, trying to get well. The way you process how you feel about things can lead into a bigger and more, for the good or the bad, better or worse for your life. It all depends. So this whole idea of focusing on the bright spots, is this is not about just simply, well, this feel good just for the heck of feeling good? I'm completely opposed to this toxic positivity where we either ignore, dismiss, deny, discount our feelings. Look, we're not going to get into this business of managing our emotions. We can't manage them because they will come whether or not they like it or not. They're transitory. They won't stay with us, but we can respond and engage with us because more often than not, when we're feeling these uncomfortable feelings, they're signaling us to make a change to alert us of other things that need to be happening. So this whole deal of focusing on the bright spot is us making a proactive decision saying, instead of burying my head into the sand, <laughs> we're going to make a choice right now to take action, as scary as it's going to be. Because oftentimes, when our brains think about making the decision, we're always thinking about doing everything all at once. Have you ever like noticed people who say I'm going to lose weight and then you ask them what how much do you want to lose? They're like, "Oh, I need to lose like 50, 60 pounds." Like all of it in one chunk. And I'm thinking to myself, "Let's let's pare it back down a little bit, love. Let's think about maybe 5, 10 pounds. That's simple. That's manageable. That's doable, right? So it goes with your attitude. I'm not asking you right now as you're listening to this podcast to p- pretend to have this faux state of happiness, that you're floating on a cloud, that everything's sunshine and roses. I'm not going to sit here and say that. But I'm asking you, can we be intentional about being positive? And there's so many little ways that you can do that. One of the ways that you can do it is having an attitude of gratitude. That means that you are intentionally putting your energy and your focus on things that you are doing right now within your power. That is really a sense of empowerment when we know, okay, I can do this right now. It's reasonable. It's practical. And I don't have to feel overwhelmed by it. That's a lot more reasonable than saying, I gotta lose 50 to 60 pounds or overnight. I gotta feel happier all the time. Like that's going to drive you insane. And it's, if anything, it's going to let you sabotage yourself because oftentimes one of the ways we sabotage ourselves and in so many areas of our lives, is by putting way too much pressure on ourselves. So often we're getting pressure from outside people, right? Do this, do, do that. Don't do this, do that. When in reality, we just need just to step on the fringes of being comfortable, just A little uncomfortable so that we can stretch ourselves, but not too far comfortable that we feel discouraged. Can we do that? Can we live in the gain rather than the gap? And for those of you guys who don't know what the gain versus gap is, I'll tell you it for you. Living in the gap is where we're comparing ourselves to other people or what we think we should be doing or what other people have told us we should do. Or thinking about all the things that we haven't done. But let's focus on the gain. And the gain is being present and aware of how we feel. We're not ignoring it. We're not evading it. We're listening. We're in tune to it. And we're letting us teach us the lesson that needs to be learned. Life has a funny way of having us go through the same scenarios, maybe different names, different places, but the exact same situation over and over again, until we learn the lesson. The lesson needs to be perhaps we need to be more optimistic. Maybe the lesson needs to be that we need to instead of focusing on and magnifying all the things that are going wrong. Maybe we need to have a more optimistic scenario about what is in our power. I was talking with a client and I was asking them about what was going on. They were rattling off all the things that were going wrong. And I replied back, I said, well, at least you've got the energy and the power to be able to complain to me. And we just kind of looked at each other in silence for a moment. And it was her acknowledging that, wow, I have the ability to complain right now, that's privilege. I want you to think about what the things you have in your control, what are your privileges right now? Because if you don't acknowledge, don't appreciate and don't take action on what you have, you will tend to stay stuck over and over and over and over again. I was reading a book the other day and the character was getting got caught in some quicksand. And if anyone has been caught in quicksand or knows about quicksand, what's fascinating about quicksand is that the more you struggle in it, the more lodged inside that you get. And that's how I see so many of my clients and so many people that i have worked over the years where instead of dealing with a problem, they fight and they toss and they deny it or they try to pretend it doesn't exist and they get more stuck in the depression more stuck in the anxiety, more stuck in feeling self-pity and self-loathing or externalizing the blame instead of understanding that they have the power to vocalize they need help. They have the power to find their own inner resilience. Yes, we all have resilience. Resilience to know that this too shall pass. No matter how crappy it may feel, there's going to be a way out. And it all depends on our willingness and our courage to take the next step. All right, let's kind of recap everything we talked about because I, I know like I just bombed a lot of information here. But I want to let you know that our brain in a 10th of a second processes negative information, but it takes up to 12 seconds to record positive information. And I want you to know that it takes time for us to develop an attitude of gratitude. We've been conditionally trained from our childhood of oranges, just to our work, to so many other areas to think negatively. And it's actually going to be counterculture for you to say, hey, look, I'm embracing the suck. I understand that everything I'm going to be facing is here as a teaching lesson to help me become a more empathetic, kind, objective person. And if we're coming from that attitude of gratitude rather than resentment, then we can be able to make total shifts in the way we raise our kids, the way we run our businesses, the way heck we even manage our bodies. And part of being more positive is understanding that we need to take care of our bodies inside and out. We need to honor our feelings. We also need to be able to get our exercise, get our sleep, make sure that we eat nutritious foods to be able to supply our body physically, emotionally, spiritually with the things we need so that we can be able to think bigger and broader than we what we see right now. What we see right now, while it may feel overwhelming, it's from our ancestral DNA that wants us to stay stuck and stay stagnant and stay within our comfort zone. But our comfort zone will stagnate eventually if we don't decide that we can think bigger and broader than what we have right now. I want to encourage you to think bigger and broader. And I also want you to be able to look at your problems as opportunities to grow rather than being somewhat despondent and depressed and not understanding that you have power within yourself to make a change big or small. I got a question to ask you. What change are you going to make? What are you going to do to make sure that you are going to be looking with hope and inspiration rather than depression. I'd love to know. Please contact me, my link, the link to contact me is in the show notes below. And I think that's it. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with someone else. And that way other people can share this message. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.